0: what's up everybody welcome back to the queue it is season seven Episode 2, and we're going to be making some changes this season, so there's been a lot going on, um, as I keep saying in certain episodes, and I really did want to be able to get back into the podcast properly, and really give it the time that it deserves, because I love doing this, I love making the episodes, I love just shooting the shit and talking about different topics and whatnot, so... Change number one, the episodes are going to be every other week now instead of every week. Um, While we all know that there's plenty that is going on in the world today for me to have an episode every week, um, I just won't have the time to do that. And being able to, again, give the podcast its proper time and attention that it needs is going to require that I also continue to make time for myself um, and self-care so the episodes are going to be every other week starting this weekend and also I think what it'll do is is give people a chance to kind of like actually sit and think about the episodes like a lot of the times I am just kind of on here like rambling about whatever my opinion is on certain things Um, But I really do want the episodes to kind of open discussion for people. I want people to reach back out to me to be like, oh, hey, that point you made in that episode, I'd like to talk more about it, or I want to hear more of your thoughts about it. Um, You know, I really want the episodes to kind of foster discussion, whether it be, you know, from you guys to me. Um, and, and I'm having a co- a real conversation with the audience, whether it's between you and other people in your lives, where you show people the episode and you're like, hey, I want to talk about this with somebody. Um, however, it happens to play out. I, I do want people to be talking about the different things that come up because they're good topics most of the time. Um, and and they really do, like, you know, they make you think or I, or I want them to make you think. So, Yeah. So, you know, that's that's going to be change number one. Um, change number two is probably going to be that I'm looking to have more guests on the podcast. Um, it, it doesn't matter who you are. Big, small, famous, not famous. Um, like, if you have something to say and you want a platform to say it, hit me up. I will gladly create that space for you to, you know get your ideas out there, promote your business, like, whatever it is you got going on and you want other people to hear about it, like, let me know. I am happy to help. I'm looking to help. Um, and I have a platform. It's not a big platform. I don't have a crazy large audience, but I can help you get your stuff out there if that's something that you want and you're struggling to do so. Um, at the very least, I can, you know, direct traffic to your pages um or any of your social media if that's something that is important to you. Um so those are probably going to be the two biggest changes and those are you know moving forward I am going to try to prioritize collaborating with other creators and really just kind of like I don't know just having these discussions with other people because I think a lot of times when I have discussions will say by myself, even though I'm talking to you guys as the audience, like there is a lot of context and there's a lot of perspective that I do miss because it's just me. Um, and you know, I'm always attempting to engage you guys as the audience to comment and tell me, you know, your different perspectives and things, because I know that my perspective is just one and it is very limited. Um, and it's based on my life experience. And we all have an experience to offer, we all have a perspective to offer, and I'm always looking to hear those, because the human experience in and of itself is so varied across the board. Like, yes, we're all humans, yes, we all live day-to-day, but the way that we all live day-to-day is so different, so vastly different, and I am just looking to hear more of those experiences and, and find out what it is that's happening for other people and... And what's going on for them so yeah so jumping into this episode here this episode is called into the woods and this is pretty much just like a little like you know chronicle of my travels uh, this past month so I went on some trips um, in the month I don't know what I was about to say in the month of July we're still in the month of July um, <laughs> but I went on some travels this uh, the past couple of weeks and they were definitely what I needed. Um, I've been saying that I wanted to travel for years now. I've always wanted to travel. Travel has always been something that has been or that I've wanted to be a priority for myself. And of course, you know, money and time and Something is always out of reach or, or, you know, not accessible. But this year, this year I made the commitment to myself that I was going to travel more, even if it was just road trips. Because, you know, plane tickets are hella expensive. And I love my car. Um, as far as road tripping goes, I could live in my car and and literally just, you know just drive wherever I wanted to go as long as I can put gas in it, I, I can go anywhere. And so I was like, well, why don't I make, you know, a commitment this year to travel more and go see some people that I've been wanting to see and couldn't because of COVID. And that is what I did. So, the first trip that I went on was to Canada. It was my first time to Canada ever. Um I have a friend up there and I went and met them and they took me to the falls and all of that stuff and it was a really great trip and i think the best part about it was knowing that one i could go to another country um in my car that was just i don't know that was mind blowing like i crossed the border and i was just like okay hold on i'm in another country with my car like i literally i literally drove to another country um just that idea I don't know that idea in of itself it was kind of cool that i was in another country with my car and it took me like six and a half hours like it was not i don't know it was i don't know it was it was a wild mind-blowing experience that i could drive to another country um and and be in another country um but yeah it was fun i mean i was highly disappointed as i told my friend because i i don't know why i thought canada was gonna be like europe (laughs) but i thought it was and when i crossed the border nothing was different um there were like Starbucks and mcdonald's and i was like wait what (laughs) i'm in another country i was expecting to have a lot more culture shock um but there really isn't a lot of differences between canada and the u.s it's just there's french speakers there and they measure everything in metric um that that's pretty much like the biggest differences everything else is practically the same um, but I still had a fun time I still had a fun time being able to see you know a different part of the world and to be able to experience that kind of you know that kind of thing to be able to see a different part of the world and to just be in a different culture setting um, so when I came back from Canada I had roughly about a week off, um, and then the following weekend, I went to New York for the night, um, to spend with another friend, we had dinner, it was great, um, and I've been to New York before, that's not really, like, a travel thing, but, like, being in New York by myself for the first time was interesting, um, I think that was the first time I've ever been in New York by myself. Any other time I've gone to New York has been with people. Um, So that was very interesting to kind of navigate on my own. Um, Traveling on your own is, like, it's a really different experience because you don't, one, you don't have the chaos of a group where you're kind of just, like, waiting for everybody or you're like, we're so-and-so, we're so-and-so, we're so-and-so, and, -and And, you know, we lost so-and-so. Like, there's none of that. Um, It's very much just a okay, I have to get off here, or I have to get off there, or, you know, this is the direction I need to go in, and it is definitely a different experience traveling on your own than it is with people. I will say a lot of things move a lot faster, because it's just you, so, and if you're traveling light, like, if you only have, like, a book bag or something, um, you don't have, like, a suitcase and all this extra, like, heavy things, um, it, stuff does move pretty quickly, which is actually helpful in the long run, because, when you're traveling heavy, it you have to think so much more. When you don't have that much to think about and you can just throw a bag on your back and keep moving, it's so much easier. Um, and it's very... I don't know, it, it's, it's freeing in a way where you can just kind of pick up and go and nothing is, like, in your way. You don't have to think about anything. You don't really have to check in with people like that to be like, oh, can we go here? But we have plans or, you know, it, it's just a... You know, it's just kind of like a one-and-done-and-on-to-the-next-thing kind of feel. So, did that. Went and had dinner with a friend in New York. Came back the next morning. and And then again, roughly had about a week in between that trip. And then the following week, I drove up to Vermont to see one of my undergrad fellows who we've been trying to kind of, like, link up for a little bit as well, and she has a dog who's, like, the best dog ever. No, like, seriously, like, he's the best dog ever because he's so photogenic. Like, if there was a more photogenic animal, I don't know what it would be, but it's her dog. I'm telling you, it's her dog. Um, And I went up there And y'all want to tell you that drive, that drive, okay, that drive was roughly the same drive as going to Canada, but when I tell you it felt so much longer, it felt so much longer. Like, the first two hours was PA to New York, and then the next five, practically, or like four hours and like 40 minutes or something, was spent driving across New York. And then the last 40 minutes was, like, me in Vermont. I was literally in the car, like, am I still in New York? Why am I still in New York? Where is Vermont? Like, (gasps) it was, it was just a different kind of drive. It was definitely a different kind of drive. And then you get into Vermont, and it's like, there is literally nothing there. It is trees. Trees and plants and trees and plants and trees and plants and trees and plants um it is a beautiful place though do not get me wrong do not get me wrong it is such a beautiful place um my friend cassie she took me to dinner in burlington my first night there and then we went to like this little marina area which was so beautiful like the water the sunset it was great um and then we, we, she had some other friends that came up, and we went hiking with them that Saturday, and the hike was really beautiful, like, the trail was nice, and it's just, I don't know, it's one of those things where you don't quite realize how much, like, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but you don't you don't realize how uh, I'm going to use the term noise for lack of a better term, but you don't realize how much noise you have to deal with until you are in the middle of the woods, surrounded by quiet. It is a very interesting shift from you know being in a city or being close to a city and having these constant sounds just inundate you with stimulus and then you get in the middle of the woods where the only thing that you literally can hear is the sound of your own footsteps the sound of the wind in the trees the insects like it's it's a different type of noise it's a it's 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 a, it's a different type of Like, just sound all together that you experience when you are away from it all. And driving up there, there is a Walden, New York. And it made me think, when we were doing the hike, it made me think of, you know, the famous Walden written by Henry David Thoreau, which is in Massachusetts. But anyways that idea of being in nature and feeling the call of the simplicity feeling the the energy shift of just being able to hear your own thoughts for a change and not be so bogged down with you know the cares of life and all the things that we have to attend to and just literally being able to sit there and just kind of turn inward and it it is a really different kind of feeling and like overall in comparison you realize how small you are in the grand scheme of things I think you are in the middle of the woods where these you know there's these trees and forests and things like that where you know some of these places like some of these places they've been around for centuries. You know, they've, they've been around longer than, you know, some of us as humans have been alive. And to be in a forest with, let's say, you know, a 100-year-old tree, and I'm barely pushing 30, like, the, you know, the, there was a whole world. There was a whole, you know, universe to a degree before many of us were born. And the fact that we are here now witnessing some of those things and still being able to partake in some of the things that the universe has created is is incredibly amazing. Like if you think about it, you know it's I don't know, it's just it's just this mind blowing thing where you are you are so much to the world as a human. Your existence here matters and it's important. But at the same time it is just a blip. It is just a blip you know, it's just a blip on a long line of other blips that make up the timeline, you know, and it's, it's, it is an incredible thing to think about, that right here, right now, we get to be a part of said timeline, we get to be a part of, you know, something bigger than us, even if it's just going to the woods and learning more about ourselves, right? It's, it's an incredible thing to have happen and to be aware of. And it, I never feel the same when I come out of nature than when I went in. And I think that's an interesting phenomenon too. like you, you go on vacation, any kind of vacation with the idea that, or at least some of us do, with the idea that you're escaping whatever life you have right and and you don't even have to live in a city you could live in a more rural area and go on vacation and the idea is to get away from what you know the idea is to get away from the typical or the common that you are used to and to go into an environment where it is unfamiliar right where you are the unknown and to maybe create you know this whole separate persona or this whole separate context for which you exist in a way, that is less stressful than than your everyday. And it's just, it's very interesting that for some people, vacation is an escape. For some people, vacation is a calling. And for some people, vacation is an answer to a question that they didn't even know they were asking. And I think, for me... When I go places, I do ask questions. The main one of which being, what can I leave in this place? But also, what can this place leave on me? And I think my my appeal for traveling, the thing that has always attracted me to traveling, is that People and places have meaning. And it sounds very simplistic, right? It sounds very simple to say that people and places have meaning, right? Of course, people and places have meaning. But every place and every person means something different, right? If you go to Spain and you want, you know... I don't know, arroz con pollo, and then you go to Mexico and you want the same thing, you're going to get two different meals, most likely. They're going to have the same ingredients, sure, but you're going to get two different meals and you're going to have two different experiences with the meal that you're getting because the culture is different in both places, the people are different in both places, and the the surrounding environment in both places have a different level of impact on the way that both of those cultures utilize food and experience food as a community. And so you're going to have a different level of immersion also that happens there. And it's something that has always fascinated me that you can you can go to different places and you can do essentially the same things that you do at home, but they have different meanings, right? Of course, anyone can go to the pool. You can go to a beach, probably like in your hometown, state, country, wherever you are, right? But when you go on vacation and do it, it has a completely different context. It's a completely different meaning. Going to the pool in another country, going to the beach in another country, going to, you know, the mountains in another country is... So vastly different than going to one of those same locales in your own backyard. And it's, it's amazing that the changes that happen when you are away from your homeland is just, it's incredible. It's, it's almost like the mind is having a different experience. Of itself like the way that you conceptualize things when you're in a different place is vastly different than how you conceptualize things when you're at home right because there's that sense of the familiar when you're in your hometown or your home country you just know things there are things that are just you're privy to that you just there's there's a status quo you know what it is you follow it or at least most of us do and you just you do what you know When you're in a different country, you can't do that because there's things, there's so many things you don't know. There's so many things you can't know unless you live there. And even in the U.S., right, if you live on the East Coast and you go vacation on the West Coast, there's certain things you don't know how to do because maybe on the West Coast they don't do them or they do them differently. And so there's still like, there's a learning curve that's there when you travel and for the most part, people can figure it out, right? You ask somebody for directions, right, if you don't know how to get somewhere, or, you know, you go to a new place, and maybe things are automated, like, maybe everything is run by technology, or you go to a place, and there's no technology, you know, like, there's, there's ways for you to figure out how things work. You ask, and The idea behind that is is so fascinating as well to me because in that moment where you have to ask, you open the door for a connection that you, you, like, the connection that happens between local and visitor, right? You open that door for so much learning to happen because you as a visitor, you are now opening the door to learn customs. You're opening the door to learn the language. You're opening the door to learn, you know, some of the protocols and procedures of that place, of that culture, of those people. But at the same time, you're also teaching you know, a local person that visitors, right, are not menaces. Because for most places around the world, colonization is a thing. And so to even have visitors in certain places is such a big, like, it's such a big thing. And when you, when you travel to new places, the number one thing, the number one rule that, that everyone should have when they travel is respect. Respect where you are. Respect that there are things you don't know. Respect that the locals live their life there. It is an everyday thing for them. They wake up every day, they go to work the same as you do, and they're just trying to make it back home in one piece. That's all they're trying to do. And again, going back to what I said about the human experience, it is the same. We all get up, we all work, we all come home. We all do what we have to do during the day to survive. And we all try to make it back in one piece. But the ways that we all do those things are so different. The way that an American might do that might be completely different than a way that, you know, someone in a third world country does that. But we're doing the same thing. We are trying to make it from one day to the next. And all the little itty bits in between is what makes traveling, and being able to experience someone else's culture and someone else's day-to-day activities so, so fascinating and important. To the point where when Airbnb like, first became like a big thing, I loved it because I was like, I get to live in someone's house and experience the place that I'm in as if I live there. Even if it was just a weekend thing, right? Because there's a difference between going to a hotel and going to a home, right? You go to a hotel, there's all these people. There's other people there. There's constant movement in a hotel, usually. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you like hotel living... When you go on vacation, that's completely your preference. But I think when you are trying to immerse yourself in an experience or immerse yourself in a locale, having all of that movement takes something out of it. Because you don't you don't take the time to stop and excuse the cliche, smell the roses. When you travel to a place That you've never been before it's probably a good idea to go as slow as possible and I say that because there's so many things that you don't know there's so many things that you may not have at home that this place has and you want to experience it all right and of course you can not experience it all because no one has that no one has that time to experience everything that a place has to offer Unless you live there, or unless you vacation frequently enough that, you know, you plan to do so. You you plan to experience all the things that a place has to offer. But living in an Airbnb, or living in someone's home while you are vacationing, takes on a whole new meaning. You get to know that family. You get to know the area surrounding that family's home you get to know the ins and outs of what makes that neighborhood or that community special right because now you have a you have a firsthand account of what it means to live in a house on this block in this neighborhood in this town and, and so on and so forth. And it's not just, it's not just, I'm going to this hotel and I'm not going to interact with anybody except the staff and then I'm going to leave, right? It's, there's, there's a disconnect that happens versus living in an Airbnb, there's some level, some deeper level of connection and integration that comes about with the place that you're staying, that you're visiting, And I think for a lot of people, traveling is a way to find answers to certain things. Um, There are certain questions that can only be answered with certain experiences. Like, I forget who said it exactly, but there's a quote that says there are years that ask questions and there are years that have answers or something to that effect and I think traveling kind of takes on the same sentiment there are places that you go that will ask questions or bring questions and there are places that you go that will bring answers or where you will find them and going to Vermont for me was an answer in a way and there were so many things that I thought about while I was up there that I probably was kind of holding back on myself a little bit from because it is a really hard thing to look yourself in the mirror sometimes and to just be honest with yourself about what's going on what you want, what you don't want, what's next for you, what might not be next there could be things that you have to put down There could be things that you put down a while ago that you know you need to pick back up, but you've just been too afraid to do so. And there's a moment in everyone's life where they come to a place where you literally just have to face yourself and go, okay, this is what it is. This is what's happening next. And this is where I'm starting from. And once you do that, once you make the decision to be as honest as possible with yourself, as much as possible, your life changes. Because you you don't look at things the same way anymore. You can't. Um, Because anything contrary to being honest with yourself and holding yourself accountable is doing a disservice to yourself. And why would you ever want to do that? So, think about that. Think about that. Ask yourself how many times this year, we're in July, right? So, we're, we're a little over halfway through the year. How many times have you been honest with yourself this year? How many times have you really had to take stock and take inventory of where you are, where you're trying to go, and, and what you're doing in between to, to bridge the gap? because it's a very it's a very interesting process how people go about doing that and if you need to go sit in nature i guarantee you it will help you it cannot hurt unless you're like severely allergic to different plants and things like it cannot hurt you to just go sit outside and just listen listen to the wind listen to the trees listen to the water That's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is to sit by water. But. It could be anything. It could be anything. Literally go have yourself a grandmother willow. From Pocahontas moment. Talk to the trees if you have to. Like do what you need to do. To get the clarity. That you want. And sometimes. All it takes. Is just to cut out the noise because there's so much of it we have so much of it in our lives and you don't realize how important quiet is until you truly experience the benefits that silence can bring it's a whole different type of experience I do not have any more trips planned for the rest of the month, Uh, not any trips out of state anyway, and my second job is going to be starting back up in a couple of weeks, so I'm going to be kind of winding down um, on my, my travel adventures here. And I plan to do another episode about my second job because I quite honestly can't remember if I've talked about it before Um, because the beginning of this year, the first half of this year, was very, very tumultuous. Uh, So there was a lot going on. Um, And I know I had planned to talk about it before the end of last season, but I just, I, that didn't happen. So, I do plan to kind of update you guys, just give, like, a little life update on what's happening there, but, yeah, things are, things are going to be kind of moving through the last, uh, last little bit of the summer here, hopefully, and I am hoping it all goes as smooth as possible, because there is a lot, (laughs) there's a lot that's going to be happening, but... Um, and there's a lot that's already happened, but yeah, there's, there's going to be, there's, there's going to be some stuff. I, I, I've got some stuff to say about a few things and I hope you guys will come along with me for the ride. So I will catch you guys in two weeks. It gives you plenty of time to listen to this episode, catch up on old episodes, anything that you need to do to, uh. Get updated on all things podcast related. And please, if you want to join me on an episode, let me know. Let me know. I want people to come on here and be able to speak their truth. And just kind of shoot the shit with me. And just have some good conversations. So, I hope you guys are having a great weekend. And I will catch you guys in two weeks.